This is Jim Means, Communications Officer with the PSA. On the podcast this week, PSA CPSU New South Wales outlines the provisions negotiated in the Premier's circular in relation to the COVID-19 pandemic. Here's PSA General Secretary Stuart Little. Well, this week we've been in lengthy discussions with the Premier's Department in respect to the coronavirus or COVID-19. Um, pleased to say that we've reached agreement with Premier's Department in a number of very special provisions. Here's the PSA's Shay Deguerra to outline those special provisions. I'm Shay Deguerra. I'm the Manager of Industrial Support, which includes Health and Safety and Workers' Comp. What the union's been doing to support our members in the public sector has been to try and negotiate a range of um, preparedness areas to help conditions of employment. Um, so a premier circular was released this week, uh, circular 2020-01, uh, employment arrangements during the COVID-19. Um, and so what this does is it sets out some uh, minimum requirements for departments to assist uh, work to continue in the departments, but also to help um, minimise and mitigate the effects of COVID-19 on the staff in the departments. Some of these provisions uh, include industrial entitlements, but others include um, flexibility arrangements. Some of the flexibility arrangements enable you to work from different workplaces. So if you're not involved in a pandemic response, if you're not a frontline health worker, for example, Um, or an emergency service, you might be able to work in a different um, workplace um, or work remotely from home. A lot of the agencies are already preparing for that and enabling people to to, um, work from other workplaces. If you're unable to work due to illness, we are recommending, as so is the employer, that if you have any flu-like symptoms, raised temperature, um, fevers, um, coughs, etc., that you actually do use your sick leave. The way that the, the, the flu works, it reduces your immunity, um, but then if you have your immunity reduced and you also get COVID-19, which is a more severe flu, you might put yourself at, at some risk, but also it then spreads around the workplace. For the workplace, which is as per the World Health Organization uh, recommendations to make sure it's safe uh, by ensuring that there's proper cleaning going on, uh, door handles and the like, um, there's suitable um, hand washing facilities, um, which is one of the big key areas. Um, We're also asking for people to use uh, social distancing sort of mechanisms such as having meetings over audiovisual sort of devices um, and a range of factors like that. But if you are sick, you owe it to yourself and to your workmates to to not um, go to work and your, your employer should be very supportive, especially at the moment, of doing that. Some workplaces might come up to... Um, be isolated and then cleaned uh, so what the department's doing is or what the employers are doing is basically enabling that to happen and providing alternative workplaces exclusion from the workplace there could be a number of reasons why you could be excluded there could have been a identified um, uh, person with a with COVID-19 uh, come to the workplace but also could be um, someone's return from overseas um, and their country has now been listed uh, that they went to as a, as a country not to travel to and requiring self-isolation. In this circular, enabled people to access um, 
leave, but also special leave um, for up to 20 days, which is a month. That's basically to assist people either continuing work, which isn't, isn't special leave, but, um, but also not requiring them to come to work, which will then sp- increase the potential for spreading the disease. Um, so there's exclusion from the workplace, which is one of the eligible criteria. Another one is if you're unable to work, um, there's up to 20 days paid special leave will be provided before other leave entitlements need to be accessed to employers who are unable to work because they are caring for sick family members um, or caring for family members due to the closure of schools or, and caring facilities, which is starting to come up a bit now, and unable to attend work due to transport disruptions. So that may be one of the factors that comes into it in the next period of time that the transport system might start to to um, also um, become more restricted as um, as the the drivers and the like who operate our transport system also get affected by illness. So after the 20 days of special leave has been used, um, employees can access accrued leave entitlements such as sick annual family and fax leave, extended leave, etc. to to continue on, but 20 days is a month in, in all intended purposes anyway. You don't get it for each form of eligibility, so you can't get 80 days' worth of special leave. You only have one pot of special leave of 20 days. So just to clear, clarify um, any possible uh, confusion there, when you're on special leave, you still accumulate all the other kinds of leave and get paid superannuation and the like, and it's not considered leave without pay. What we're asking everyone to do is to um, encourage people to consult with management through their work health and safety normal consultative arrangements, go through your representatives, your health and safety reps, speak to your managers. Um, If things aren't being addressed, then contact the union and see what we can do to, to try and move the departments along. You can contact the PSA on 1300 772 679 or head to psa.asn.au forward slash contact. Uh, One of the issues that isn't addressed and clear in the employment arrangements um, uh, during COVID-19 Premier Circular is how to treat casuals. Um, we are attempting to have them treated as uh, normal employees because in areas such as um, corrective services, uh, youth justice, for example, they are on a regular routine of um, rosters and are vital, especially if you consider that um, some of the ongoing staff may be taken out that, um, of operation for, for their own um, infection reasons. They, they will be needed to keep the system going. Um, and we also have the other side of that equation is that um, those officers who are casuals, um, we don't want them turning out to work sick, but there may be an incentive to do so if, if they can't afford not to, to, not to work for a month. So we're, we're, we're attempting to try and deal with that with all the different agencies at the moment. What we're generally recommending to people with frontline customer service responsibilities where you have no ability to determine who you meet and who comes in within your, your, your space on a, on a daily basis, um, we're making, recommending that there's screens being put up, the usual sort of um, uh, workplace hygiene issues such as uh, uh, continuous uh, cleaning of, 
of um, surfaces and handles, etc., on doors. But all, but the most important thing is screening uh, screens up in, in the workplace. Um, if you need to go out to workplaces, like a lot, a lot of our um, workers do, uh, go out to people's homes, for example, in housing, then there needs to be a level of um, of screening before you go out there, and it might include calling up the client and saying, "Have you been to any of these countries recently?" Um, uh, have you have you um, been in contact with anyone who's um, who's had a, uh, a flu-like symptoms or, or COVID nineteen? Um, that would be generally a way of screening to avoid contact before you go out there. I can say that the executive of the union have met this morning. Uh, we are going to have to place um, some restrictions on non-essential travel and we're looking at the way in which our workplace delegates meet and obviously we're trying to do that by complying um, with the standards that have been set down um, by our members in the Ministry of Health. And it's very important that we adhere to the guidelines set by the health authorities. So um, there's lots happening. Um, please, I, I'd ask all members to take extra care during this time and obviously to look out for um, family and loved ones, particularly those people who are in high-risk categories. This is a weekly podcast and you can subscribe to the PSA CPSU podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jim Minns. Thanks again and you'll hear from us next week. Uh, 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 uh.